You're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride and on Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome. <clears throat> hello and welcome. Hello and welcome to the 126th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim in Orlando, Florida, where the weather has changed for the better. 75 degrees for the rest of time. This is Matt in Minneapolis. It's probably 70 degrees here too. And this is Spencer in Boston, Massachusetts, where I guess it's fine here as well. I narrowly escaped, um, you know, the hurricane wrath, uh, but luckily I had a TUE that I set up in advance. Oh, that's, that's good. good. Yeah. Hey, that's I do good. want to appreciate, I, I love that you both called me um, in the middle of the hurricane to make sure everything was uh, good and that I was safe and properly prepared with water and other goodies. Yeah. Do you have enough plywood? Yeah. The house all no, boarded up? No, funny story. Um, I, we were house sitting at a friend, a listener of the podcast, and as we were driving over there, I saw a lot of houses starting to put plywood up, and I got really nervous. And I was like, "Uh oh, should we have put plywood up?" Yeah. And then I woke up on Friday morning, and everything was fine. And I was like, "Suckers, putting up plywood. <laughs> have fun taking that out. Hope you charge the batteries on your Dewalt drill." Probably is um, mm. is house sitting a a service that we offer to our listeners? Like regularly, am I going to be called up at some random moment by a a loyal listener? It's going to say, "Hey Matt, uh, here's the keys. Uh, feed the cat twice a day and water the plants in the vestibule." And I'll be like, "What?" And then they're boom gone. Yeah, you know, it is a service we do offer. It is a service that we hmm. we appreciate, especially um, mm-hmm. fully stocked beer fridges mm-hmm. and uh, you know, nice backyard for the dogs to run. So it was, yeah, it was the... a good time. Why didn't go? Whoa, are you a monster? Two hundred dollar a month level that uh, yeah. includes concierge service. Yeah. Tim, did so you let the dogs out during the hurricane? No, no. Okay. I mean, just during little like you know when the feeder bands were coming through. When it was like fifty miles an hour, I was like, "Hey, Otis, go out there and learn how to balance." <laughs> um, but everything was fine. Hey, cool. um, last week we unveiled our new um, uh, slow ride podcast travel program. Yeah. Um, Any and hits? we did get our first offer nice. from uh, our friend Derek, Cat6 Derek, up in New York City. And he is going to fly us up to New York City and wants to post us on the west entrance of the George Washington Bridge so we can wave at all the cyclists because he thinks that that's going to be a challenge. Mm-hmm. We just have to sit there like track standing the whole time? Yeah. I mean, something I could do. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this past weekend was the North American Cycle Courier Championships in Brooklyn. Let's talk about that. I don't know anything about it. No, you, know, you know what I do? I do know something about it. I'm currently injured uh, from injuring myself these last two weekends at cross races. And so I was trying to get someone to work for me tomorrow. And it's a lot harder to get someone to work for you when everyone is either still in New York or traveling back from New York. So that's what I well, know about it. It's a big pain in the ass for me because I'm uh... not going to work. I, I have an update for you. I know Nico from Chicago uh, won the men's race, and Christina from Chicago won the women's race. So, 
There you Great. go. Oh, there you go. Chicago's going to get a real reporting. ego now. Yeah. No. Hey, Both better awesome than the old so. ego that all the New York couriers have always had. Yeah. So speaking of courier racing and excitement, the USA Cycling announced that they are sanctioning the Red Bull shootout or whatever it's being called, dubbed in San Antonio, Texas. Red Bull Last Stand, sorry, surrounding the um, Alamo. It is a nine-turn criterion. <laughs> it's a nine-turn wait, 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 criterion. Wait, 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 Say that again. I just want to hear it one more time. The Red Bull Last Stand, it's a nine-turn criterion around? around the iconic Alamo <laughs> in San Antonio, Texas. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty nice. So, so there's a fixed gear criterion. <laughs> Um, taking place, and in oh. cool news on this race, on, besides wait. USA Cycling. One more thing, Tim. Sorry to interrupt. Is, yeah, yeah. Does it say on the flyer, uh, is registration in the basement? <laughs> no. No, it's next <laughs> to the pool. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been amazing. Yeah, so been good. The, the, this um, fixed gear criterium, cool news is it's an eliminator format, so the last rider eliminated on each lap, so it's a missing out, basically. 50 laps for the men's race 30 laps for the women's race and therefore they argue the promoters and organizers of it therefore the women's prize list is only three thousand dollars and the men's prize list is five thousand dollars so great story that usa cycling is supporting a um fix your criterion sadly women aren't given the opportunity to do the same amount of racing as men and therefore there's this argument that therefore they should be paid less in the prize list well, kind of disappointing. The yeah. Obvious solution there just to do four and four instead of five and three. Again, as I'm uh, not the promoter, I would suggest that probably both could do the same amount. Or if you still are in this uh, existence where women well, can't race their bikes as much as men, we should at least still have the same prize list. Do you have four thousand dollars? Well, each. that's what I was saying. Forty laps and four thousand dollars. Forty laps and four thousand dollars for men and women but do you have the rule book in front of you uh tim because what how many laps what is the lap count that uh the uterus actually falls out during a crit it's 41 41 okay see that might be what it was yeah it's at 41 they wanted some fudge room you know they wanted to stay 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 yeah yeah, it's it's a big insurance you know scheme you know they can't get too close to the numbers so I mean, this seems like one of the coolest events. The promoter behind it is the is one of the guys that put on the old T-Mobile International in San Francisco, which I still have that poster that you guys know so well of Cesar Grijalis uh-huh. yeah, climbing the, uh, the climb. We do um, know. So same promoter, good good news story in cycling news and Vela news. Man. but uh, It's, it's un- boggling my mind that, that big events like that. that Around are, the Alamo. Yeah, <laughs> that are Around doing so many cool things. Just can't wrap their head around simple things like your two elite fields or your two elite fields pay them the same they're elite it's it's very simple math now we've talked about this before in our past as race promoters we did not see the light immediately we did all adjust to this because we realized that it is the stupidity of uh prizeless that we have changed over time to to do the equal prizeless when we have been promoting races yeah and the day, you know, it is 2016, so it would be really cool to just have an even prize list. That's all we're saying. It would be really cool to go to this event, but uh, I wish USA Cycling could, like, just, you know, create a rule that said that, but they never will. So, no, what can you go will. with? Yeah, probably will. not. That's true, unfortunately. So, um, 
Other uh, news that's come in over the old uh, ticker is our good friend Tommy Danielson has finally gotten his uh, his comeuppance for doping oh for a second time. Did he? And <laughs> well, it was only what a four year ban that he got. Yeah, yeah, he got four years. Well, Tommy will tell you that's because he was cooperative or some bullshit. But USA Cycling will tell you that's not true. So, for those of you that don't know Ooh, Tom Danielson, he, yeah. For those of you that don't know Tommy Danielson, he was dubbed the next Lance Armstrong um, when he signed to the Discovery Channel team years ago, and he's had a couple of good results. And then he got he admitted to doping during the Lance Armstrong era. Took a thirty was it a thirty day ban? No, nah, nah, six, six months. Six months. Six months. Yeah. So he May got the well six month ban. He got the six month ban, and then he comes back. Racing on the Vodders led Cannondale team, yeah. um, had a couple of good results, and then all of a sudden uh, got busted for some DHEA, which he claimed was in a contaminated supplement, tainted supplement, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. He's claiming that's why he didn't get the eight years, um, and Usado is like, no, it's just four years because he was guilty or whatever the reason. I don't know, but there you have it. Tom Danielson, do we still care about this guy? No, uh, not really. Right. Can we throw him under the bus yet? Like, I mean, are we are we driving that Greyhound in reserve or reverse to back it back over, or we just kind of leave him at the curb? Tommy Danielson and everybody like him. I think it's a terrible person. Either way, whatever. Even even the even the Tilford blog people hate Tommy Daniels. Like when when the scene is united so heavily against somebody, you know that they're a bad person. Yeah, well, probably was he the first? He was the first of the next Lances. The first next. It was uh, him. Well, then it was Tyler Floyd. Hamilton. Then, well, well, then Tyler it was Hamilton. Tyler. Oh, yeah, maybe he was yeah. Tyler. I don't well, know. Someone should come up with a timeline of the next Lances for us. Like, do, someone should do a Lexus Nexus search for um, the uh, the next le- next Lance Armstrong. Yeah. And just see what riders come up with the timeline. I like this little guy. I want like a timeline poster in my room so it has Lance in the background. You know, sort of like a slightly like whited out image, and then you've got uh, you've got all the other writers like timelined out. So who else out. would be on there? Do you think? We well, you obviously Tommy got Tyler. Anderson. Yeah, you obviously got Tyler. Flandis. Yeah, you got Landis. You got to have uh, Popovich because even though he's not American, nah, Discovery I, was pushing Postal was pushing that he was the next I, thing. No, he's he's not. Well, no, the, the next Lance needs to be an American. So you got TJ no, 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 on no, there. No. You got whoa, Talansky, whoa, 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 whoa. You got you my thing. Taylor Finney. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it depends on what angle thing. you want to take it, Tim. If you just want to go next Americans, like that's one thing. But the Every, next Lances is, is yeah. different. Like it's specific because you had to Postal, come out of the Brunel camp. Oh, that's right, because there's that Brakovich yeah. guy, right? Postal yeah, you got to have Brakovich. Very much yeah. about uh, Roberto Haras being the next great Grand Tour. Yeah, leader. and he won a whole bunch of Grand Tours, but now he doesn't really have that many. He doesn't obviously. have them. Hey, but he was second in the Brompton World Championship. All right, so. <laughs> He's had his Wait, are you serious? Yeah, like a few years ago. Roberto Harris showed up to the Brompton World Championships and got second overall? Yeah. Look it Who up. Who beat him? I don't know. Just some dude. Probably because he couldn't unfold the bike quick enough. That's the hardest yeah. part. I mean. I've, I've watched the, uh, the it US was a sprinter's National Championships course. for it, and it's ridiculous. Like It's a Le Mans start to your folded bike, and you have to unfold it and then start racing. So. Yeah. You know, if you're not a professional Brompton Knight, uh, you might not be able to. Might not. You might lose a few seconds right there unfolding the bike. So. Yeah. Ah, well, good to know. Ah. So, 
<laughs> Tommy D, we don't really care about him much. In other doping news, of course, we have the big velodrome raid that went on in Britain at the Manchester Velodrome during the Masters World Championships, which yeah. I wonder when all oh. UK when UK <laughs> anti-doping showed up to be like, hey, we're here looking for drugs, all of those Masters track racers were like, uh, 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 honey, can you send me the plane ticket now, please? It was like and the, then, the and sound then like, of a no, thousand look- toilets flushing all at once. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, we're looking for the sky camp, and you're like, oh, okay, that's that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. You know what I like about that, Spencer? You and I were on the same wavelength yeah, yeah. when we then we just ruined the joke. We didn't really give the good payoff. Well, many a shammy was it's sold so that day. Let's just say, probably. Yeah, there were. It was funny because we heard conflicting reports about it. Some like some papers were saying there was a the police did a raid on on the velodrome and like looking for drugs, and other papers that. Like, Said uh, other stories I read just were like, yeah, they uh, want to stop by just to, you know, have a meeting or whatever. And so I don't really know what to believe at this point, but uh, there, where there's smoke, there's fire. And I think this story is nowhere near a uh, conclusion. So it's so rumor has it the team's like sky, the sky, like money, like the company sky is going to be pulling their backing. Well, they were just on Twitter like an hour ago saying no. That they're not. Yeah, well, oh, you know, the, wow. Look at with the, the hot scoop. The rumor mill of the Maybe Daily it Mirror. Twitter. It was somewhere, yeah. Well, but the Daily there's... Mirror. Can you trust that rag? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's all full of wops and bloody wankers. <laughs> yeah. so, so, I should look up what wop means. This is yeah, going to be, I'm sure You're it's pretty probably bad. probably sounding super racist right now. Yeah. Probably. So, so the start of the, uh, yeah. Just, we can, we well, can get, plead ignorance at least for now. But. Don't worry. Um, so, you'll so be getting you plenty of tweets soon, little guy. This whole thing with the mail package, though. The, yeah, that was pretty racist. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> their version of Moto Man, like jet setting and driving around trying to deliver mystery medical packages. Like, when did cycling turn into like 007 James Bond style shit where they're like racing through the Swiss Alps? Well, mm. have you seen the Cipollini advertisement that was on YouTube for for a little while a couple I years should, ago? You know, now that you bring that up, yeah, yeah, not, um, not too I, far. Yeah. For those for those of you that are in front of your computer right now, all you need to go is go to YouTube and just type in Cipollini Bond Bike Bond, and you're going to be impressed by the what was it like six seven minute? Um, oh, it's great, and he's video. racing down the mountain, uh, and the motorcycle uh, guys are chasing him. Oh. And I'm pretty sure that was the entire um, experience of uh, Team Sky with their own uh, career service. Now, this leads me to believe, guys, why weren't we called to the big show to, to make hand deliveries? We could have been the Moto Man. We were, yeah. we were bonded. We're, we were insured when we, we were, were in careers. training for years. Yeah, yeah. We, we yeah, knew totally all the ins and outs. We could, and we could easily blend into the the crowd at the Champ Elysees on the final day of the tour. Yeah, we had a cycling cap. We yeah. looked just like everybody. You didn't never know who couldn't pick us out of a crowd. Ah, that's a good point. Well, yeah. I think this is going to be the end of Team Sky within one year. This is going to be a collapse of the entire British cycling system. I think it's going to be the end of British track cycling dominance, and it's all going to um, bring back the 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 French uh, cycling uh, community is going to come back and get the final. La- <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's all going to go to Australia. Ooh. Oh no! <laughs> so I—it's funny that it will all come out of basically 
a story about TUEs that were legal. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's the thing, you know, you're like, the TUEs are there, so everybody's like, oh, I'm, I'm totally innocent. And you're like, well, you're not. You just play yeah. within the rules, you know? Like, you're definitely yeah, you... doping within the rules. Yeah. It's dirty as hell. I, I'm not saying that I don't think Wiggins is pushing the line, but, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, and, you know, like, if if they allow asthma medication, why wouldn't somebody be like, oh, yeah, I have asthma, you know, like, if it's going to help you. It's yeah. just really convenient when you get those things like directly before your your three big targets of your career or whatever you know what i mean like yeah that is where you start to run into that like the gray area is not really that gray anymore you're definitely up to no good you know yeah I and mean, it's unfortunate but they they probably won't be able to to nail them to the wall uh, on this one but can i tell you what's the most disappointing about this guys i know what the most disappointing for me is and i wonder what? if it's the same is that Road season is kind oh, of over, except for the same. fake, and this is what we're talking about. This is going to be a really long off season. We're not even talking about any type of cyclocross that's happening or an upcoming uh, Craigslist search that I need your help on. Yeah. Well, let me get into what's most disappointing for me. The whole uh, James Bond delivery package scheme, they tried to like throw Emma, Emma Pooley into the mix of everything, being like, oh, well, we were go- he was going to visit her. Not yeah. deliver drugs to our team at the uh, Criterium International or wherever it was. Yeah. And she had to be like, no, I was in Spain. I'm 700 miles away. That's bullshit. Like, oh, they're don't trying to drag her me. into it? Yeah, don't yeah, drag they, me into this. Yeah, What's up they try to that? use her as an excuse. That was pretty low, I got to say. That shows Super low. British What's up, uh... British cycling? Come on. Yeah, like that was after low. after all the sexism stuff and bullshit that came out a few months ago leading up to the Olympics, and then being like, she'll play ball. She's on British Cycling, and she was like, nope, <laughs> screw you guys. You've been shitty forever, and I'm so retired. This, <laughs> like, this story is unraveling faster than Michael Rasmussen's lead at the Tour de France when he <laughs> oh. said he was in Mexico. How long and then they're that like, one out? Oh, you know, for a while. Okay. Well, that's pretty um, good stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, thanks, guys. That's good. So, in a moment, um, we're gonna uh, come back, and we've got some Craigslist uh, opportunities to talk to you guys. But um, first, we actually have some uh, news uh, coming at you from this week's supporter of the Slow Ride Podcast. Yeah. Let's uh, let's move on to the uh, pre-lap, shall we? This is Sarah Goff, U.S. Olympian, and this is the Slow Ride Podcast. What are we racing for this week, little guy? Uh, this week, we're racing for Matthew Pryor, who walked up and handed me some money. So, Wait, just uh, walked up to you? Tell me a little bit more about this Australian fellow. He's not Australian. <laughs> That's the first thing I can tell you about him. Where are they um, from? He sounds pretty Australian. Are you sure? I thought he was Australian. I don't think he's Australian, but he's, <laughs> he lives in Minnesota, and uh, you know he's nice enough to come up to me at the race on the uh, Saturday and uh, and hand me a contribution for the podcast. That was That's really awesome. that was really nice. It was super cool. So I wanted to give him a shout out. Hang on. Where? So somebody walked up and gave you money. Yeah. The podcast. That's awesome. It's crazy. I don't know why I did like... that. I just turned right around and spent it on TUEs. 
Were you <laughs> holding a sign that use. said like New Orleans or bust? No, I don't think I was holding any signs. I was just limping around and gimping about like I usually do. Was this like, at a cyclocross race or yep. on the sidewalk? It was a cyclocross race. Oh, I already nice. said that. It was at the race on Saturday. Well, Matthew, snow. thank you for being a pseudo member of the Wide Angle Podium Network and the Slow Ride Podcast and a contributor. We appreciate you and all the other contributors that are out there. I've I've come across several here in Florida, which is surprising. And uh, you know, uh, thanks thanks for all the support that you're uh, giving to us. Go to wideanglepodium.com to learn more. Adam Meyerson's got a show on there, which is fantastic. Consummate athlete, Crosshairs Radio has been absolutely killing it lately. Kids don't follow, and the world famous. Working Man's Honest Bicycle Program. Nailed it. I'm Anthony Clark, just hanging out, sliding into the Slow Ride Podcast. Hey, you, you know, I'm going to be down in uh, D.C. for DCCX, so I'm going to see... Uh, old bill crosshairs uh in person do you guys uh you guys have anything you need me to ask him or anything like that i really wish i was going to be there um but i'm happy that you're going to get to go I, i've heard great things about the race and i know all the kids don't follow guys would be there but um as far as questions to ask him can you ask him if it's really a big deal that i get off my bike on the drive side sure i could probably ask him that why I do you think he... it's a big deal at this point half the pro peloton in europe gets off on that side now the two fastest guys don't, but yeah, there, oh, you, there go. you go. There, yeah, you proved your own point, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> well, thanks for being supporters. Have fun out there in DC, and let's uh, get back to the show. Uh, let's see here. Hey, oh, we got an email here. Um, we got an email, dear Slow Ride Podcast. I'm a meddling category one, two cyclocross racer in an upper Midwest state. Mm -hmm. I recently broke mm -hmm. my steel bike, perhaps from a crash when I was run off the road by a competitor here mm. in not Minnesota. Okay. I would like to know what type of cyclocross replacement bike I should get for the rest of the season. A little bit about me. I'm five foot 10 and 180 pounds. And I really like my old gunner. Interesting. Like how, signed, like, Max it's a, Potato. That's a big dude. I'm sorry, what was that signed? Max, a meat spoon. Meat, Ma Max? Max Potato, a.k.a. Meat Spoon. Interesting. Okay. And, he, and he's a meddling cyclocross rider? Is that yeah. He's meddling. So he's just sort of out there like... Like yanking derailleur cables and like he's sort of like a gr like a gremlin, like a bike racing gremlin. Okay. I like yeah, that. Yeah, he's like a troll. That makes he hangs sense. out around turn like six mm -hmm. by the barriers and every now and then pops out and says, gotcha. But so he's 5'10", 180. That's a pretty big troll. That's a big dude, yeah. That's definitely yeah, that's big troll. definitely nobody. I, I don't know anybody that yeah. size. Well, I Maybe think either. that this person oh. is just I, – I think this person's just giving us some uh, like, you know – like bad information, so we throw them off the trail. Maybe. Yeah. So well, Tim, I I zoned out for a minute there. Did it, uh, did that letter say anything about budget? Like, what, how much is this person like willing to spend to the moon? Can we get them on a titanium cross bike? Or... No. Uh, good point. They did have a uh, PS on here, and it said, "I'm currently busy redoing my house's basement, and therefore I didn't have the um, a boatload of money <laughs> oh. for a titanium frame." 
Okay. Well, so he's basement. a cheapo. You really, you really throwing him for a loop with that one. <laughs> Interesting. Um, so I guess uh, my may... suggestion oh. would be probably go down to your uh, your local bike shop and uh, you know find something. You know, from one of the big three, we'll probably have the best deals. So maybe a specialized or a Trek or a Giant. Um, get something with the newest technology that you can afford. Like, oh, um, you know, even if it's mechanical disc brakes, it's going to be a step up from yeah. what you've had. Um, well, here's the thing, though. I know this Max Potato Duty, he's been watching all the Euro races, and he's been noticing how much Walt loses his chain, so he really wants that E-tap. Uh-huh. He's like, got to have it. He's like, I want to put my chain back on at least twice a race. Got to have that E-tap. I don't think Max Potato Meat Spoon is going to be able to afford E-tap, it sounds uh, like, with those basement so that, renovations. Does that mean I'm going to have to keep my I mean, chain down then? there doing all the time. Uh, um, well, I guess I'll just keep his chain on then. Anyway. So thinking, so this, yeah, just this stick is, with the This double. is a real deep maybe, cut. So maybe Tiagra. <laughs> This is a real deep cut. We're losing all of our listeners. Hey, little guy, you crashed your bike. You broke it. The gunner is no more. We're all sad. Yeah. Um, The teapot. uh, So you're looking for a new bike. Teapot cycles is no more, right? Yeah. Well, I still got the teapot, too. Teapot was a custom frame company. You can race the teapot, which at one time was a red line, right? I can't race the. I can't race that. I'm more afraid of that crack than I am the gunner's crack. Um, so you need a new bike. What kind of budget are we yeah. talking about? What do we need to find you? Well, I think I'm going to try to get the gunner repaired. I'm going to. I'm going to take it to someone to have them look at it, see if they can put a new down tube on it. But I don't know what that's going to cost or how long that's going to take. Probably well, the entire race season. That's my worry. I don't know, man. I'm a little. I'm conflicted. I was. I. Uh, I was thinking I would spend into the maybe threes. But then I was like, man, I want to. I'd rather put that money toward, is, toward fixing this thing. Three thousand. Three thousand. Three hundred. Three hundred, man. Three thousand. Right. What uh, the hell could I? Would I ever spend three thousand dollars on a bike on? Obviously, I break cyclocross bikes like nobody's business. <laughs> I mean, the last thing I need to do is spend three thousand dollars on one. Break it. And you got and the and wheels, right? So all you really need right now is a frame. I just need a frame. I even got a carbon fork. What kind of components do you have on this uh, bike? On my bike? I know the answer to that. Yeah. I've got, I got Chorus and Record on there. Yeah. Eight speed? Yeah, eight speed. <laughs> nice. Come on. Even little guy, little guy tapped out at 10, which I think is totally reasonable. Yeah, because you don't need more than 10. No. All right, don't. so little guy needs a new bike. we got to find yeah. him. Anybody that's got suggestions, hit us up at the Slow Ride Pod on Twitter with any $300 Craigslist finds that you can find for the little guy. <laughs> Come on, start snooping all Craigslist for let, me, people. Let's, he, let's, he, he, let, let's see. Let's set some uh, some search terms here. In actuality, I'm going to write a 53 to a 54. All right, so 53, 54. We type, need in, a th- type in that. Type in cyclocross. Type in frame. And then type in mm. grumpy... Uh, steel, mm-hmm. vintage, yep. down tube uh, shifters. Yeah, that was oh, fine. Wish. Dude, Can't there was either. a there was like a Basso, an old Basso cross frame I found somewhere that was too much money, but oh, did I want mm. it? You know what you gotta find that I always wanted and I never got, but I still would probably buy one if I found one uh, cheap enough. I I really wanted a Gerchotti, uh steel yeah. track frame. You know, one of the old steel ones. I That'd had be so cool. Many of those for a while. They made so many of those goofy bonded aluminum ones, though. That's what you always oh, see. Yeah, they don't want. Yeah, that. you don't. No, want you know what I really want, and there's there's a junior junior girl riding one around Minnesota, and I don't know who she is, but um, an Impella. 
Ooh, yeah. Remember the Impellas, which were like the most Euro hot shit, like early 2000s? Aluminum frame, no no water bottle bosses or anything, I'm pretty sure, because that was straight up a race bike. And they had kind of a goofy backwards raked fork for some reason. Hmm. Um, I don't know about that. It like was it sort of was Pinarello esque in its goofy shapeness. Okay. Anyway, I still I still have to do a, a an Impella search now and then. Usually the results are zero, but anyway, it's tempting. Anyway, yeah, somebody yeah. offer me a frame. Come on, do it. <laughs> Wait, I thought so. Didn't someone offer you a frame last year at this time? Wasn't there a, like another? It was, a, it was a fat bike, I think they got. No, offered a fat to bike, uh, and then I sort of like just. Drop the ball on that and didn't follow through. What about what about doing that though, little guy? So what if one of our listeners called you up and said, "Hey, um, I've got a fat bike for you, free of charge for the rest of cross season. Would no. you race a fat bike?" No. Well, here's here's one of the here's the reason I couldn't even do it. One is like I've got my ribs are bruised and they really hurt, and I couldn't lift a fat bike over the barriers. <laughs> I don't know and, if you need to get off the need, bike yeah, to just, go to traverse well, the barriers. You kind of yeah, riding. I would like to, but that's that's kind of the rib problem. You can't really do mm-hmm. like any bunny hopping. So, so little guy, do? you're looking for a cross bike, and I actually, guys, am looking for something on Craigslist. I've started my search. Um, I am looking for a tandem um, mm. for my oh, wife and I. No, I'm thinking of like a Schwinn twin of some hey, kind. I, I had something one of those. Yeah. Is that so, what got stolen it, from behind my house? Yeah, I had yeah. it for I don't know how long, three, four weeks. I bought it. Could have been more. We have no idea because we never like looked at it once we tucked it behind the shanty. Did you ever race it? Did you ever ride it? So I I I found it on Craigslist. It was amazing. I bought it for three hundred dollars. It was a Schwinn Twin. I made little guy come with me to test ride it so there could be two people. We rode it like around the block. Yeah, rode it around the block. It was pretty sweet. I bought it. It wouldn't fit on the car, so I made little guy ride it home by himself while I drove home. Did I do that? I did, didn't I? How far away was this? This This is Seward. Yeah, it wasn't that far. A couple miles. So the little guy rode the bike from the place I was to my house and uh, and went in my little shed. It went in my house. Did it go in your shed first? I think so. And then it got transferred to your shed. But whatever. The point is, it ended up behind your shed. Yeah. And then unlocked and at some point got stolen out of your backyard. Which is which is totally nuts because like there's some goofy bikes in my backyard now that have been there for like a year and a half. Yeah. There's all kinds of weird things in my yard and don't no you one's think ever it's taken a Schwinn them. Twin though is like pretty it's in demand. Pretty I mean, cool. it, it's like they I'm... are seem to be hard to find on the, like there is one here in Orlando right now. That's just doesn't have wheels, right? It's just the, it's got like BMX handlebars and then it's the frame. And I was like, Ooh, maybe I could just buy the frame for $85 and then build up the rest. By the complete, it's way too way too much work. Um, coming for me, who got to ride it for about four blocks by myself. So is that the $300. best three hundred dollars you've ever spent? You know, I don't regret it. It's a good story. It's a weird story. It's, it's a wish, weird story. Layers. I kind of wish ever... it hadn't got stolen because I don't. I don't have too many bikes of mine have been stolen from me, but. Uh, that's a good enough story, I guess, and and I would have had to get rid of it when I moved across the country, anyway. So, have you ever ridden yeah. a tandem, little guy, like with well, someone? I mean, I rode one with Spencer. Yeah, I know that. Um, <laughs> yeah, one time, me and Caitlin borrowed, uh, I think a Santana tandem. Uh, okay. Um, that 
Calhoun cycle had back in the day and rode it up to my mom's house. So like rode it up the gateway trail and then, you know, like 50 miles or whatever. It was fun. Um, you so could really get cruising on the flats, man. Holy yeah. crap. That was fun. Cause you're just casual and you're just blowing the doors off people. Yeah. That's awesome. It's fun. And so every now and then I get to go into stores around the country and they always like every now and then you find these gold mine of tandem stores. So yeah. the tandem store that's down the street from Spencer is pretty impressive. The Belmont wheel works like tandem, like kids slash tandems, like, <laughs> uh, you know, adjunct or adjunct store to Belmont wheel works is pretty amazing. They have at least 15, 20 tandems in stock. And then there is one in uh, Mount Airy Cycles, I believe, outside of Baltimore that had a tandem room that had at least like 30 or 40, including like a Kalfi bamboo tandem. Wow. So it's, uh, That's the way you it's pretty go. amazing to like come across some of these things. So if anyone finds a Schwinn twin, I'm definitely in the market, um, mostly just because Sarah and I want to have a tandem bike to ride down it, to the uh, Solar Bears games here in Orlando. Hey, it, would be, it would be awesome. It would be a And a lot less broken wrists for Sarah. Yeah. Tim, I found one on Craigslist. It's 150 bucks in Woodbury. It's in Woodbury, yeah. Well, grab it for me and ship it down. There okay. you go. The shipping, well, that shouldn't be a big problem, right? Hey, <laughs> hey little guy, speaking of tandems, um, do you want to fulfill our lifelong dream of uh, buying a, a, a tandem track bike and taking some uh, Minnesota State records? Oh, God, oh. that sounds too scary. Um, I don't know if do any you of have, us are strong enough Do you to have one for sale? No, but I figure there's zero records made because no one's insane enough to ride a, a tandem No, but, bike. you know, you say that, but I bet if we, like, open the dusty old Minnesota record book, there's probably some weird Timmer Chris Smith record from, like, 1993 where they were, like, having to, having to win every, like, time trial event in Minnesota don't or something. Remember, don't you remember the guy that showed we up at the him. track that one time that had the tandem track bike? I remember riding a couple laps on it, and it was the scariest really? thing ever. Oh, yeah. I was on the – he had, a, like, a splatter paint uh, track bike, and a tandem track bike on a 45-degree banking is incredible. Okay. Huh. All right. I don't remember that. I wish I did. But so, if you do a Google search for tandem track bikes, it's pretty cool. <laughs> nice. All right. So uh, we had a um... – uh, shit. There it is. <laughs> Let's delete all this, Spencer. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to, yeah, Spencer, I want to be the guy in the back that's just like has my has my chin on your tailbone. Okay. It's like Fair my enough. dream, I guess. Well, like you, can't, uh, you can never look ahead. You always have to be looking to the inside. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like if you want the aero helmet to work properly, I basically have to put my nose in your butt, and that's not cool. <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll wash the kit. It'll be fine. Oh, see, now, all right, so I think last episode we talked about how you don't wash your kits, so we know that's a lie. <laughs> to wash the kits. I don't know what you guys' problem is, but whatever. All right, so, uh, hey, guys. have really sensitive noses. Yeah. Okay. Well, you let us know if you if anyone can help us with our tandem search, either track amazing. bike tandem, Schwinn twins, or little guys uh, cross bike, but we did get a review from the Axeman. I don't understand it, but I like it. First off, I do not follow road biking or pretend to understand it. I ride mountain bikes. Therefore, I do not understand some of the more cycling-centric comments they make. As an outsider, I listen purely for entertainment value. Quick editorial, as a mountain biker, that's pretty cool. We don't expect you to understand inside cool cycling jokes that roadies make, because we also don't understand them. 
Yeah, that's true. Well, we were, there's probably some cool mountain bike jokes about baggies. Yeah, man. I mean, we just come up here. Uh, we're not trying to be like roadie cool or whatever. We just come up here, man, and we send it. You know, like we just, we just, you know, try to, uh, we try to, we, just, you know, we just, send we just it. try to send shred the just, gnar. We just rap. try to get up here and just shred our own gnar. You know, we yep. just shred. We, you know, we just go with the flow. Uh, you guys talking about who's the next Lance Armstrong? The real question is who's the next Danny McCaskill? Is he? I don't know if he's a mountain biker. Oh, that doesn't count. I don't think that counts. Which oh, so got to be like who's the Nino Schurter? Is that yeah. like the who's the Aaron Gwynn? That could work. All right. I don't so know who these guys are. The intro <laughs> and outro music is awesome. I suggest they lower it and have it playing during the entire podcast. They seem to have an obsession with cycling and style and. and with clothing and style in cycling, they seem to think it's more important than how well the racers perform, and they have a strange fixation on some guy named Hincappy. I do not know why, and finally, I cannot understand why it is so special to dismount on the drive side or unzip your jersey. But if you can get past some of the eccentricities, you will be entertained. Thanks, Axeman. Five stars. That was very nice Five of you. Five stars. Five stars from the mountain bike scene. Hey, you know you can't knock it. Take that, Fat Bike Radio. Take that, fat bike to unzip your jersey. Let's get to the real cycling news, and that, of course, is the World Cycling Championships taking place in the in hell, apparently, uh, in, in in the fiefdom that is Qatar. And I haven't watched much of it other than the trade team time trial, and all I could see was heat exhaustion taking over a Rabobank live rider in one of the scariest moments I have seen in all seriousness Um a crash seems like she passed out on the road due to heat and then in her uh her stupor her post maybe concussion uh area was trying it to definitely remount the concussion. bike yeah she it did was, she it was, finished it was reminiscent of that chris horner crash at the tour like 20 i don't know what 10 or oh yeah when he was totally out of it i forgot yeah. about yeah. that that's a. It was a yeah. very sad thing, and now UCI is underneath some immense amount of pressure to at least shorten the races if possible. You have some team directors and coaches like Jonathan Vodder saying, you can't shorten it below 250 kilometers, and now they don't know what they're going to do, and it's obviously it was a cash grab. Is Brian Cookson to blame? I would say probably not because this world championship was scheduled before Brian Cookson took power as the president of US, UCI Cycling. I think this was That's, the last one that Pat McQuaid... Yeah, this is yeah. classic McQuaid bullshit. But he sure didn't do anything to change it. I mean, he had some time, right? Like, I don't know what could he have... I don't know what he could actually have done. I, I agree. But I, don't I know. think there's contracts in there, right? I don't think it's very... Because they go to Norway next year, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that's right. But I mean, so, I don't know. Literally the polar opposite. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but a being polar... So, anyway, I don't really care. Do you guys have any guesses on who's going to win? Kittle? I mean, he looks well, strong, I guess, in the team time trial. Well, it what depends. It depends yeah. on if it's 250K long or if it's 100K long. It's going to be different, right? Like, it depends on, you know, if they if they keep it 250K, at least 40 or 50% of the Peloton, I think, will die along the way. And it's really hard to say who, yeah. uh, who will actually drop dead and who will continue on. And it's whether hard. or not they'll stop to, you know, help their fallen compatriots or, you know. It's hard to say who does best in the heat. I think the guy who's got to be number one is, uh, what's his name from Quickstep who just won Paris Tours, Gaver or whatever? I can't remember his name. The Colombian sprinter dude. 
Mm-hmm. He could be good. Um, he's, I mean, he's fast. He's from Columbia, so hopefully he can deal with heat. Otherwise, I don't know how he lived this long. And he's so obviously you, on form. Did you see the USA Cycling tactic for this race? Yeah, they're training in the sauna. They're training you know, in the sauna. You know, they could have just came to Orlando, Florida for like six months of the year. I mean, it, I don't... Well, that's kind of what they... They didn't go to Florida because no one's that dumb, but... Um, oh! But what they did is they did their training rides during the summer with arm warmers and leg warmers on and like just way overheated, right? Ugh. And then when they got done with their training rides, according to Jim Miller from USA Cycling, they would go directly into the sauna for another half an hour and hang out in there. <laughs> this is this sounds like how wrestling, like how in wrestling, uh, amateur wrestling, when people are trying to cut to make weight. Yeah. They're always like in the sweatsuits. Then they go in the sauna, and then there's always like some kind of death or tragic injury that happens when people are just over, you know, not drinking enough fluids. Right. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of yeah. a scary uh, the, situation. The, the so. quote here from him is, "Yeah, and for an hour after the sauna, they don't drink any water. The idea is to create a plasma expansion, and that helps you hold electrolytes rather than sweating them out." Right. What the shit is going on in USA Cycling and with UCI what? and with this whole thing? This is crazy. This isn't What's bike racing anymore. Plasma What's... expansion. That I sounds mean... like you need a TUE. Right? What's like, the point? They're not going to... Who's on our team? Uh, Finney and... Okay, I don't nope. have it in front of me. I don't have it in front of me. Yeah, uh, exactly. Young We're guys, not going to win. And we have it's, no it's, chance. It's Why an exciting you... team, though, because it's all the guys who should get a shot who never do. And uh, all the old guys and the TJs of the world are staying home. And uh, but I don't know. Can we uh, just quit talking about TJ Van Garderen as like he's something important in USA Cycling? I mean, I think he's a good rider, but he's a domestic rider. He's a domestique. He ooh. is Richie Port's next guy. The only person we should be talking about besides Taylor Finney as the future of American cycling is Andrew Talansky, who proved that he could um, give a most anonymous performance and still be in the top five of Grand Tour. I think like Lawson Craddock uh, would be up there, and sure. uh, Joe Dombrowski would be up there. Yeah. Um, and and is, even Chad Haga would be up yes, there. Yes, all great. I just think it's to the point where we need to just stop mentioning TJ Van Garden when we talk about American cycling. Like, that's the only guy. No, he's done. Like, he's a domestic, great dude. Wish him nothing but the best. But yeah, he's not the next true. Bobby Julik. Let's, uh, well, he is well, the next Bobby Julik. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Let's, all right, let's make a pact right now. Let's not mention, let's try to not mention TJ until, like, Perry Nice or something, because we'll have to mention him then, probably. Fine. Sounds great. Thank you. Right. Mention mention who? What? <laughs> mention who? Richie Port. We can't mention Richie Port until the Tour Down Under, okay? Him either, huh? Okay. All right. All no, right. but Port's just till no. the Tour Down Under. Well, Speaking Richie, of Richie now, Port, there was on. the new oh. BMC uh, <sighs> team sponsor. I had, a, I had a great joke about, uh, about the man who shall not be named. Okay. Right, should we reset, so set the, it back up? The best possible thing to come from his cycling career is at least we know when he retires... He won't be getting into gravel grinders. Let's see if I get this one. Hold on, Tim, you get it? About, no, I think he's talking about Dan Martin. Because it's about Gosh. it's about Port. I don't know. Because um, hey, little guy, I just text me later. Uh, yeah. Okay. Hold on. I'm gonna right, Google cool. it. 
What I'm sure this ex- will get cut out. I'm sure this will get cut out in post. What exactly did he say? Wait, hold on. He said something about gravel okay. grinders. Gravel grinders. Okay. Okay, I'm going to Google right. it. Oh, no, I accidentally just Googled McKelly Scarponi's picture. Damn it. Right. And, and 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 with that, we'd like to thank you for listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. And we'd always want you to know that you need to wave at all your fellow cyclists, even if they're on the western exit of the George Washington Bridge in New York City. Uh-huh. We'd also like to thank BK1 of Rhyme Series Entertainment. Hey, Axeman, you should go buy BK1's album called Radio Do Cannibal on the, on the uh, Rhyme Series album or label. Rhyme, Rhyme Series Entertainment. Record label, yeah. You can find yeah, them on Bandcamp. You can find I'm totally them nailing this. Yeah, you're crushing. And we'd it. also like to thank everyone that emails us questions, tweets us at the Slow Ride Pod, and emails us at the Slow Ride Podcast at gmail dot com. We'd like to thank yeah. people who leave us reviews because those are awesome. They're my favorite part of doing this whole thing. And if yeah. you haven't left one yet, get on it. Even if it's only four and a half stars, I can take the pain. Check I'll out wide angle, check out wideanglepodium.com. Check out all the shows. You may actually like something else that's not as good as ours, but still a really good time. Yeah. And with that, guys, I, I just think we can I think we nailed this entire episode. I think we could just put it in the can without any editing. I think so too. Yeah. Great job, guys. And with that, we bid you adieu. <laughs> the slow ride podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. Slowridepodcast.com and on Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod.